Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean Aylmer, and for the second time this year, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulos. You'll find him at thekook.com and on X using the handle The Kirk, and of course, at Fear and Greed every Monday morning. Stephen, good morning. Good morning to you, Sean. Very big week coming up. Can't wait to get into it, but just quickly, last week, kind of, we had locally, we had the NAB business survey, but international, globally, we had a bunch of central banks not doing much. So let's start with National Australia Bank, then on to the global central banks, but really it's all about this week. Yeah, it's a big week this week. But last week we had the NAB survey, which we alluded to in the week ahead this time a week ago, uh, and it showed that the slowdown in the economy is well entrenched. It had as we, again, alluded to, the price indicators. So the NAB survey, they ask businesses, what's going to happen to your selling prices, your labour costs, your input prices, all these sorts of things which are leading indicators of inflation, they're all tilting down again. So the market interpreted that to say that that inflation momentum, which has been down since the end of 2022, is continuing into the early part of 2024. And that's a good news sign. Business conditions were still okay. They're not strong, but they're not near that recessionary level either. So in terms of activity, the business sector's muddling along, but the price pressures are coming off. And in terms of the four central bank meetings, wow. You know, there well, there's a lot of noise and not much action, but again, that was not unexpected. Inflation, gosh, in the in the ECB, in the Bank of Canada, yeah, it's still a little elevated. It's all coming down and they were sort of dovish on hold decisions, if you like. And uh, that was part of the reason why the market's still sort of waiting to see that next bout of inflation coming down. The one thing that is sort of dominating markets too is the sort of, what do we call it, the inflationary effects of the uh, blockages in the Red Sea and the trade flows and the shipping container rate problem, which will put a bit of a floor under prices coming down in the next few months. But, you know, whether that's enough to derail central banks, we'll wait and see. Okay, that's the week that was. But in the Australian economy, this is the big one. We have the December quarter consumer price index data out, which, of course, is all important for the Reserve Bank's decision on interest rates, Stephen. All important. That's the understatement of the year so far. And I know we're only 20-something days into the year, but it is more than all important. You know, that inflation stuff is the, is the important issue for central bank interest rate setting, settings, including from our friends at the RBA. The market's looking for a further step down in the inflation rate. In the quarterly numbers, it'll be in the low fours, and that means 4.2%, 4.3% in annual terms. Quarterly, probably a touch below 1%, which is good news again that that disinflation's coming through. The trimmed means or these underlying measures of inflation are also probably just ticking down to that sort of four and a quarter percent in annual terms. The other interesting part of that, and I don't want to be sort of cherry picking data to suit a particular argument, but the monthly reading on inflation will also be pretty important. And there's a strong probability, I know my friends at uh, CBA are saying this, they're thinking that the annual inflation rate will be in the low threes when we get the monthly number, because they are picking the trajectory of lower inflation through the quarter. So, you know, it's always on this inflation read and just how low it goes. And that'll obviously feed into the RBA next week. So this is kind of $64 question, I suppose. How low does it need to be? for the Reserve Bank to think, ah, maybe we need to cut rates? 
uh, a little a little bit lower. I think that's the sort of short answer. Yeah. Yeah. It's, the, yeah. it's the sort of trajectory in the forecast for inflation that matters. You know, in a, in a funny sense, that annual figure does capture inflation, you know, three and four quarters ago. If we're getting quarterly readings of arguably 0.6s and 0.7s, now I'm not saying we're getting that for the December quarter, but if the March quarter date is a 0.6 and the unemployment rate's heading up still, to four and a quarter percent from the 3.9 that we're currently seeing in the economy and the world economy is sort of still fragile that there's concerns in the US and Europe and the like. The RBA will have an easing bias, but to pull the trigger, they probably want to see that momentum really coming off on inflation. And not that they want to see unemployment rate going up, but if it does, that'll be the catalyst for, you know, that rate cut, which is starting to get a little bit more... um, well, a little bit more coverage, a little bit more speculation in, in financial markets. So uh, your take on it at the moment then is that we'll get reasonably okay inflation numbers in terms of if they won't be too high and then the Reserve Bank the following week will be on hold. Is that kind of what your view is? Yeah. Oh, February, I think it's that, that's the easiest forecast I've ever made. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> they, they can't Dangerous. do it. They're not going to hike. Yep. There's enough information to say no hike. But to cut, no, there's not enough information either. So it's one of those ones where I dare say uh, if I was hosting that board meeting or participating, I'd want to see some scenario planning, some sort of, you know, war gaming, if you like. So what do we need to see? So just like we've had our two-minute question here, you know, what's the RBA uh, staff thinking about that inflation risk? Well, you know, what do we need to see? Will inflation fall to 2% or will it be sticky at 4%? You know, what are these scenarios? And uh, and war game them and then at their next meeting, see whether any of those war games have come to a, a reality. Okay, so kind of everything, I suppose, diminishes somewhat compared to the CPI figures, but there is a bit of stuff around. We've got retail figures, we've got credit, and we're going to find out how the January house price growth went. Yeah, all important too. Yeah, not as not as high profile as the CPI, but they sort of feed into this activity indicator or mindset of the economy as well. Retail sales, they're really important because these are the December numbers. Normally a strong month for, for Christmas reasons, obviously, even though the ABS seasonally adjusts them. But with the Black Friday fashion, if you like, people spending up and a lot of businesses offering specials and discounts and the like, we knew that, we know that in November retail sales jumped 2%, which was nice and strong. The market's got a really big range about what might happen to retail sales in December. I think the consensus is about minus two. So we have up to minus two, so we're dead flat. So again, that'll be interesting to see whether we consumers are still under cost of living pressures, the rate hikes are impacting our cash flow. So not an unimportant indicator of how um, we consumers are going. Uh, Not unrelated to all of that. House prices, we know from the core logic numbers, they're slowing down, probably a little bit negative in Melbourne sort of flat in Sydney for the first time in mm-hmm. over a year. They're still going up a lot in uh, Perth, Adelaide, Brisbane, but the overall national picture is still of a slowing housing market. I think that there's a few things happening in terms of the labour market, as we mentioned, people becoming unemployed. You don't buy as many houses when that happens, but that'll be a sort of an interesting thing to sort of look at with just where this housing cycle is is going. Stephen, Plenty to chew on and we'll be back the next week or in a week's time we'll be back uh, to talk about interest rates because that's when the Reserve Bank will be meeting. Enjoy the week, especially the CPI figures. Oh, look, they're, they're going to be so much fun and there's so much information to dig into. You know, what happened to petrol prices, the price of meat and with this, oh, the, the government's attempt to sort of jawbone or to force the supermarkets into cutting prices, 
maybe a low CPI will sort of dissipate some of that uh, concern that the supermarkets are price gouging. I don't think they are, but let's see these inflation numbers. I love them. Yeah, see how that goes. Thank you very much. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K, thekook.com, and follow him on X using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead. 